Today's show is pre-recorded. Uh-huh, I sure will. Uh, good morning, everybody. You're listening to The Voice. Come on, dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey got a radio show. Well, nothing changes about that. Nothing changes about that. Man, I was just uh, getting ready to come on the air this morning. And I was just thinking, man, I was just having a reflective moment of just how really good God has been to me. I, I just, it's, 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 man, let me just say that again. How really good God has been to me. And here's the cold part, in spite of myself. You understand, in spite of all my shortcomings, in, in spite of all of my flaws, and in, 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 in spite of all of what anybody has said about me, <laughs> God, through his grace and mercy, just keeps me anyway. So many of us are exceptional people, but we refuse to just go ahead and be exceptional. We we settle for the ordinary. We follow the pack. We try to fit in. Man, oh man, oh man. You know, I've heard my wife say this to, to my children all the time when she's scolding them or talking to them. She'll be talking to them about leadership. You know, why are you following everybody when God clearly made you to lead? So many of us are born and so many of you are born to be exceptional people, but we always trying to follow the pack. Why would you try to fit in? Why would you try to be uh, like everybody else? Be ordinary. Why would you follow the pack? 
when God has created you to be exceptional. The, the key word in exceptional is accept. You ever, you ever done this right here? You, you know, everybody did that except me. Everybody felt that way except me. Everybody said that except me. Everybody want, wanted that except me. Everybody went over there except me. Everybody jumped in except me. Except me. See, why have you said that in your life if you were not to be exceptional? See, you got to say everybody except me. At one point in your time, I don't know who ain't done it. You know, everybody wanted, everybody voted no except me. See, so you, you, you're, not, you're not created to follow the pack. You ain't created to fit in. You ain't created to, uh, you know, to be ordinary. You were created to be exceptional. As exceptional as your fingerprint on your finger is, you were created to be exceptional. Why not make this the year that you go ahead on and be exceptional? Why won't this be the year that you decide in your mind, but just has to be a decision that we make now. We're not following the pack no more. We're not trying to fit in no more. We ain't settling for ordinary no more. We're going to be exceptional. But you know, you got, you got to go ahead and follow that. You got to get on the exceptional path because that's what you were created for. Why be ordinary? You know, but all of this, this comes, it has to start with a thought. You got to first think something. Thoughts become things. A man is as he thinketh. That's all you will ever be. So what are your thoughts today? Why not have exceptional thoughts instead of ordinary thoughts? Why not have exceptional thoughts instead of fitting in thoughts? So why you want to be like everybody else? Why you want to be ordinary when you could possibly be extraordinary with a change of your mind, a change of your venue? And you don't have to be any other kind of way just because my mama was this way or my daddy was this way or this the school I went to, this what race I belong to, this my sexual preference, this my this, this my that. Well, well how many, how many, how many excuses you need? How many, how many excuses? What 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 you what's it gonna be this year? That we let another 365 days slip by without improving our condition, our place, our spot, our life, the quality of life we have. We cannot afford to keep letting all these years go by without changing. You're an exceptional person. How many times have you sat up and said, everybody did that except me? You know, I was the only, everybody jumped in except me. I told them, I knew it. Everybody voted for that except me. And now look at them. Man, it seemed like everybody went that way except me. Okay, do you get it? Do, do, do you understand what's being said to you? That old accept me is because couldn't it be because you're an exceptional person and it's time for you to take control of that? It's time for you to start thinking different? It's time for you to start acting on what you think? It's time for you to start doing something about it? It's time for you to stop taking each and every day that God gives us for granted and letting them go by the wayside like you got plenty more. Well, you may have plenty more, but guess what? What you wasting the ones you got for? I got you young and you, and you feel like you're going to live forever. Yeah, okay, cool. 
But let me ask you something. See, here, 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 here go the part about suppose you do live. See, see, everybody worrying about dying, but I got news for you. Suppose you keep on living. You want to keep living in the condition you in now? You want to keep living with the money you got now? You want to keep living with the relationship you got now? You want to keep living by yourself like you are now? You want to keep wanting the right relationship, the right man, the right woman, but you keep getting the wrong one? You want to keep doing that for the rest of your life? Problem ain't dying. This problem is if you keep on living. Who wants to keep on living just the way they are right now? And if you can say, I'm cool with I am just the way I am right now, then cool. This conversation ain't for you. I ain't got no problem with that. You know, you know what I'm saying? Greatness ain't for everybody. Being exceptional ain't for everybody. Becoming extraordinary ain't for everybody. Heck, becoming successful ain't for everybody. I got it. And you can come up with a way to justify your non-existence and your ordinary life all you want. And that's fine and dandy. I ain't got no problem with it because some people just going to be regular. Some people just going to follow the pack, follow the crowd. Some people just wants to fit in. But if you're not that person, if you want to be extraordinary, if you want to be exceptional, if you want to be, if you want to dare to be great at something, then you got to change your mindset. You got to get with your creator and find out what he created you for. You got to quit thinking of things just in your own thought process. You know, lean not to your own understanding. I don't know where that is, but it's in there somewhere. See, and once you lean, if if, if you lean to your own understanding, you know what it's going to do? It's going to limit you, man. It's going to limit you. Why not see what God got for you? I would rather know what God got for me than to think of all the things I could because I can't outthink him. I done tried it before. All right, it's just the beginning. We're going to have a good one, man. Let's go. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, 2022 is here. What's more amazing about 2022 being here is that we are here with it. That's the real blessing right there. Oh, my goodness. Now, listen to me. Set aside for just a moment some of the anguish and pain you may have felt in 2021 and realize the blessing that you have been given this wonderful gift called 2022. See, a lot of people gonna miss their blessing worrying about something that happened that they have no control over. I got some bad things happening in 2021, but can you not see the blessing in being here for 2022? I do. (laughs) I do. This is the Steve Harvey Morning Show full of grateful people for making it into 2022. I am their fearless leader, but without them, I would be absolutely nothing. Ladies and gentlemen, Shirley Strawberry, Carla Pharrell, that damn junior, nephew Tommy, Mississippi Monica, and yours truly. I'm the engineer is David and the girl named Crystal. We're introducing everybody this year. This is a new year. We're doing a new thing. God is doing a new thing. Man, Man, forget about the things of the past. Don't you see it happening? It's even happening right now. That's my new favorite scripture. Yeah. Okay. That's in okay. Isaiah. Not exactly where it is. Don't. <laughs> I think it's Isaiah. Let me take a shot at this. Isaiah 43, Come on. Mm, 18, 19. 18. That's it. That's Isaiah it. 43. Oh, you got it right. Oh, no, no, no. praise you. Got praise it. you. Uh-huh. Yeah, I've been deep in the scriptures on my break right here. 
because I decided I was going to pray my way into 2022. I'm going to change some things about 2022. I'm going to be closer to God. I don't care what else I do. I'm finna get closer to the Lord in 2022. What's up, everybody? Hey, Good morning. What Happy it do? New Year. Happy Ooh, New Year. I can't wait to get back to y'all. Really? Yeah, June, you live a different lonely lifestyle. <laughs> yeah, you be lonely for real. You in a little yeah. apartment, you quarantine, yeah. you got pre-existing conditions, you this can't you scared of Omicron, Delta, Solidify. Omarion sang with uh BTK. Right. Yeah. But that's what they call the variant. That's what they call you know. Oh, that's the variant. You know, black people, we rename everything. Omarion. You got the Omarion. Yeah, you got that Omarion. Omarion said, I am not a variant, okay? <laughs> no, no, no. To you, to us you are. So happy to be here, man. So grateful. Had a great break. Today is what? Today to Your show today. Yes. Oh, what? Yes. What? Yes. Oh, look at that blessing I forgot about. Boy, look at that blessing. Look at God. (laughs) Your cup runneth over. Amen. Yes, it does. Judge Steve is tonight on ABC right after Blackish. Yes. Lord have mercy. Please. I need every TV set, Hulu. <laughs> Anything, I don't care. Hulu and ABC. Record it, look at it, watch it. New Judge show is on. We'll be talking That's about right. this all We're going to talk about it all morning, Steve. Coming up at 32 minutes after, we're going to start the show off with Run That Prank Back from the Nephew right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, it is time. It is time for <laughs> to start our morning off with Run That Prank Back from the Nephew. What you got for us, Neff? Weed in the church van. Mm. Weed in the church van. Some things never change. In the new what, year. <laughs> what you want to change? Weed in the church van. A whole van. new year. <laughs> Let's go, cat dog. Hello? Uh, I'm trying to reach Dan. Brother Dan, Dan. Hold on, hold on. Let me cut my TV down. Now, who you, I'm who trying you to reach... Brother Dan, brother Dan. Oh, oh this. Uh, him. Okay, yeah, this is brother Scott from the church from uh, Bethel Baptist. Oh, uh, hello, brother. Yeah, I call you. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to get a little information about the church van. What's, what's your schedule? Uh, uh, you drive the church van. What's, what's your schedule? Uh, I drive it Wednesday, uh, Fridays and Sunday. Okay, Wednesday, Friday, Sunday. Now, Sunday, what, what is that schedule? Oh, well, Sunday, I, I usually start about 8 o'clock in the morning, probably a little earlier, depending on some of the elderly people that I have to go pick up and uh, bring to the church, make sure they get there okay and get situated and make sure they're on time for the service and whatnot. Okay, and then you take them back home after yes. service is over? Yes, I, I try to get all of them back home unless they got family members or something that come up there and meet them up there and want to take them to dinner or something afterwards. But I usually okay. get everybody back home. Okay, okay. Now, this past Sunday, mm-hmm. which is part of the reason why I'm calling you, uh, they saying that um, some of the church uh, members that was on the band this Sunday, mm-hmm. uh, they uh, are complaining, saying that um, that the church band was smelling like weed when they got on there. Excuse me? They say the church band was smelling like weed when they got on there, and you are the person that was oh, driving them. 
Oh no 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 not not the van that that I'm driving. I'm, I don't no nah, I don't I ain't smoke weed in no van. Uh, do you smoke weed? No, I don't smoke weed. I mean, not currently. I mean, I have before, but I don't smoke weed now. And I wouldn't smoke weed before picking some people up to go to no no church now. What? Where, where are you okay. getting this from? Who told you this? Well, all I know is what, what what's come down the pipeline is they saying that that uh, a couple of the members came complaining. Now, now, saying well, that that, now, see, see, now, see, this this just happened last week about this pipeline. I want to know who the pipeline is because just last week they came at me talking about that I, I I was using the van to go places that I wanted to go to on my personal time. Now I don't do that. I don't do stuff like that. Now I done had a past. I done had a history, but I don't do stuff like that. And I wouldn't smoke in no church van. So are you seriously talk, talking? This what, 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 what we trying to we trying to get to the bottom of it and see what's going on with you. Well, which um, elderly person said it? Do you know which one? I they, don't know. They love me every Sunday. Them people tell me they love me. Uh, uh, they say I'm one of the most respectful young gentlemen they've ever met in their life. And so I, I really find it hard to believe that you 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 getting these type of complaints about me. Okay, what well, that one one of them says smell like ooh wee. I don't know what that means or nothing like that. Look, brother, I don't know you too well, and I know you don't know me, but I've been driving this van as a point to try to change my life and where I come from. So this was something that I wanted to volunteer, even though I'm getting paid, to give my time to do this for the church. And now this is like the second instance where y'all done came at me on some stuff about, like, I'm trying to do something with this van. Now, why would I disrespect the church van by smoking weed in it and then letting the weed stay in there so other people could smell it? Okay, so let me tell you what we're going to do. We're going to go out here to the church van today. We're going to go out here today and open it up. Now, if we see any seeds or anything around the the, the driver's seat, then 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 we're going we're going to definitely uh have we'll a finger pointing. We're going to open the van up. Man, I was raised in that church, man. My mama go to that church. My grandma, she go to that church. She the reason we even all at that church. And you think I'm going to mess up their name by driving around in a van full of elderly people smoking some weed? Then why do, then why do it smell like weed, brother Dan? I don't know why the van smell like weed, man. Now, I, don't, I don't got the answers to these questions. I'm just trying to tell you that it wasn't me. Did you have some weed in your pocket and maybe it would just smell it? I ain't had no weed on me. Stop trying to say like I had weed on me. And you ain't going to give me nothing. I ain't had no and we ain't had no weed on me, okay? Now, you ain't going to mess up my name or my family's name in this church and disrespect us like this. Now, we've been helping this church for years, and I'm trying to tell you that I ain't riding around in no van smoking no weed with no elderly people. Did you ask any of the elderly people if they had any weed on them? Uh, 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 no. We didn't, no. No, I didn't think about no elderly people having no weed. So you just assume it's me. What, one of them got glaucoma or something? What, 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 you know what, you know who I think, you know who I think the weed belong to? Who? Who? I think, I think the weed belong to Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> what the <laughs> f***? What the <laughs> Man. <laughs> Damn, you just got pranked. Oh, my God. You just got pranked. What is his name? His name is Brother, uh, Brother, uh, Lawrence. Lawrence, Lawrence, oh my God! <laughs> Larry, they call him Larry, but oh, his name is Lawrence. Oh man, I know exactly. Man, tell Larry, tell Larry he in trouble with me. I'ma hit him with the van. <laughs>
man. Hey, I got one more thing. To, I got one more thing to ask you, man. What is the yes, baddest, sir. and I mean the baddest, radio show in the land? Man, <laughs> Steve Harvey Morning Show, man. Yeah, I got it. <laughs> oh, man. man, go on rest, man. Go on and chill out the rest of the day. I try, man. I know I ain't gonna smoke no weed. <laughs> thank you so kindly. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> All Thanks right, so I'll be I'll be ignorant of all of 2022, so yeah. stay tuned. Uh, yeah, stu- oh, ignorance is here. I know that. Yes, yes, magnify some, that, magnify some that. things you don't have to say. You know, we already know. It's just like stating the obvious. Mm-hmm. I understand, I understand. <laughs> we back. Yeah, happy yeah, new year. We, we mm-hmm. back, baby. All right. Thank you, nephew. Coming up next, it is Ask the CLO with our Chief Love Officer Steve Harvey right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour in trending entertainment news, we'll tell you about the season premiere of Steve's new TV show, Judge Steve, going down A, B, C. That's right, Steve. Yeah. Uh, We'll talk about it. Plus, in other trending entertainment news, we're mourning the loss of TV legend Betty White. Mm -hmm. Also, Goldie, Max Julian, who starred as Goldie in The Mac, one of my favorite movies of all time, has passed away. Our condolences going out to their families. We'll talk about all of these stories, of course, at the top of the hour. But right now, it is time for Steve's favorite segment, Ask the CLO. Ready, Steve? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here 2022, I've decided to be even more pointed. Oh, yeah. oh. Yeah. Pointed? I don't know. That's like, you know. A poignant. Uh, poignant? Poignant. Uh-huh. Oh, poignant. Pointed is a direction. <laughs> I don't know what you. No, I'm going to be. I don't even know what point, poignant He's is. He's been saying so pointed for so long. I know the hell well. I ain't, I I ain't trying pointed. to be poignant. I corrected him a long time ago. But poignant. Let it go. Poignant. Yes, poignant. <laughs> he means poignant. You, I've told no, wait, you this well, Wait, 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 wait. What, what does poignant mean? The same thing pointed in your no, mind. No, tell me <laughs> what pointed means. I don't know. It means Somebody. important, significant, important. You're going to be doing some important things, significant things. No, that ain't what I mean. What do you mean? I'm, I'm, I'm going to be more that. pointed, more, more direct, more stick it, stick it in you. <laughs> you know, stabbing. I'm going to be more stabbing. I'm going to be more... I'm gonna be more penetrating. That's what I mean by pointing. I'm not finna sit up in here. I'm not finna sit and be poignant. I'm, I'm already. What is? What you say that was again? It, it, deeply affecting. How about that? I'll give you the oh, the Webster. No, finna, Painfully no, affecting. No, feeling. no, no. I'm finna. I'm finna stain more. Being more to the point. How about that? Point. Ted. Okay, mean let's go. So you do. All right, Maria in Baltimore says, my husband is a doctor, and this evening he came home with a sweet potato pie and a loaf of banana bread. He said one of the nurses is an excellent baker, and uh, she brought the dessert so he could try them. I told him he wasn't going to try anything, and I threw them in the trash. Uh We still had desserts that I had made for the holidays, so was I justified in my actions? (laughs) No, I think you overreacted. You know, the lady works for him in the office. She made him some banana bread and sweet potato pie. Now, you done threw it in the trash. Now, you know, what you probably may not know is, just maybe, your sweet potato pie need to go in the trash. Maybe that's why he bought it home. You understand? 
<laughs> you understand? See, that's what okay. I mean, but I'm going to be more pointed. <laughs> now, you know what? You know, I'm pointing the finger where it need to be. Now, okay, you should have so, just let let the man have sweet potato pie. It's Christmas. It's holidays. So you bring a sweet potato pie home from another woman. You, it's going to be but okay. who can I bring home a sweet potato pie from? Not Shirley. Damn sure. Nobody know I'm bringing nothing home from Shirley. <laughs> it's your non-cooking ass. Whatever. Harlem and Mississippi might be able to make a sweet potato Whatever. pie. Whatever. But we know Don't who the hell the can't. Point. Well, Don't you can't make point. a sweet potato pie in a crock pot. That's for damn. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what. That's oh, pointed man. right there. That's so pointed right there. You so pointed. Now, a pointed at next question. <laughs> yeah, you got out of that one. All right, Camilla in Seattle says, I'm a single mom of a five-year-old son, and I'm dating a guy that is a little overweight, but I love it. My son has a habit of making my boyfriend uncomfortable with the things he says. Over the weekend, he told my boyfriend that he was going to break the chicken, the kitchen chair, and it started an argument between my boyfriend and I. I told him that children have no filter, and he's not being mean on purpose. He said I need to discipline him. Do I? No, you need to lose some, you need, your boyfriend need to lose some weight. The five-year-old just calling it like he said. Mm-hmm. Mama, the fat man here. <laughs> gonna break all our damn furniture around here. <laughs> okay, so let me do an example. Uh, anybody just ask me a question, and I'm gonna be five. But everything I'm saying gonna have something to do with that. I don't care what the question is. You're going to have something to do with this fat-ass man at the house. <laughs> go ahead. Any question at all. What did you get for Christmas? Uh-huh. Well, let me go in here and ask Santa Claus what he bought. <laughs> <laughs> did, you like, did you like my mommy's dinner? Well, if I had a chance to eat some, but guess who was here and ate first? <laughs> <laughs> well, after dinner, we're going to the movies. You, you want to go? Yeah, I guess I'll get on in here and ride this fat-ass sleigh on down there. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I think we get your point. See yeah, well, we do. Yeah. All right. Uh, Alexia in Baton Rouge says, I've been married for two years, and my husband still calls his ex-wife's parents his mother-in-law and his father-in-law. He always told me that he broke it off with his wife, but not her parents, because they helped him through some rough times, through some tough times. His ex-wife's parents recently came to visit my husband, but I wasn't home and he let them in. I want to give him an ultimatum about his in-laws, but I don't quite know how. What should I do? Mm. Well, that's an interesting one because he probably looks at them as uh, parental figures. Mm -hmm. And so they might have built a special bond and he, long as he don't have nothing to do with the girl. I understand your reservation about it because of the sheer connection to the ex, that being her parents, and you don't see how they can separate them. And it is a hard one. But I think you're going to have to inform him that it puts you in a very uncomfortable position. And for you to have them in our house was totally disrespectful to me. And you can't dis- you can go visit them if that's what you're gonna do. I don't like it, but you can go and visit them. But you can't bring that into my house and rub it in my face because I'm uncomfortable. That's my suggestion. Mm. Wow. But now the real Steve Harvey answer is KS over there again. See what happens. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right. <laughs> Find your ass a new mom. Moving on, Fila in New York says, I'm a 50-year-old woman engaged to a 42-year-old man. I need your advice. I love thoughtful gifts, romantic gestures, but my fiancé stopped spoiling me after he proposed. He asked me what I wanted for Christmas. I gave him five ideas. He gave me $500 and told me to get whatever I wanted. I don't want wow. to appear ungrateful, but that is not okay. Can I get him back to being romantic and thoughtful, or is this how he really is? Wow. Well, that's how he really is, mm-hmm. but he the same thing it took to get your baby hooked is the same thing it's going to take to keep him. That's a song they wrote. Now, what you got to do is, since he proposed to you, is you cut back and curb back on some of these uh, wifely-like duties, you can force him back into who he was because uh, men react to pain uh, and consequences and reward. We only react to pain, consequence, and reward. So you have to create one of the three for his behavior. Bad behavior should not be rewarded. So you've got to find a way to issue some consequences for bad behavior. That's just the way we're built. I'm sorry. Welcome to 2022. Mm. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, There you have it. Issues. (laughs) Issues. All right. Thank you, CLO. Coming up at the top of the hour, we'll have some entertainment news for you right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, Happy New Year. Uh, It is time now for today's entertainment news. Tonight, 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 Mr. Harvey is the season premiere of your new uh, show. It's called Judge Steve. It's on ABC. You're a judge, but tell, tell us about it, yeah. Well, now, let me explain something to y'all. If you want to really sit down mm-hmm. and go to court and uh-huh. holler laughing uh-huh. while you're in court, this is mm-hmm. the show. This your show? <laughs> yeah. yeah. This is what it See, is. See, the thing I decided to do was use my gift, which mm-hmm. God gave me as human. Mm-hmm. Now, the cases are very real. Okay. They are okay. all small claim courses, cases. They are real. They've been vetted. They are real. They are under all legal obligations. They sign an affidavit that they have to agree to whatever Judge Steve says. We are right off the top. Nobody, everybody know I'm not a judge. Mm-hmm. Everybody know I ain't went to law school. I make that clear several times. But your ass signed the affidavit <laughs> and said you would abide by my decisions. Uh-huh. Now, we have a legal team that advises me, okay. but I've wow. only listened to them twice. <laughs> the whole the season. whole damn season. <laughs> the whole season? So they they've, for? So they've removed the legal team from the <laughs> show. They got fired. Well, they just, they still over there and they just decide what cases I get. But it's up to $10,000. I use my humor. It'd be, it's some funny stuff gets said. But my specialty is I bust people lying. Ah, yeah. Really. Okay. Oh, man. It's, it's, it's like an amazing gift that I know, yeah. I know when somebody lying. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Every dude that done been on that show that lied, mm-hmm. I busted. Oh, Got it. wow. Because you're an expert. And <laughs> you it. know some things you really know. At <laughs> it. So you you going on real life experience. Yeah. I'm going on real life experience. <laughs> yeah. I use humor. Uh-huh. And I and the difference between this judge show and other judge shows is 
I actually care about the story. Oh. See, you know, like if you know, like if you listen to judge shows and they go, no, they ain't got nothing to do with this case. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, dude. Talk to me. <laughs> you like want to hear it. Backstory. Let me hear this. What I like, Steve, is that it's on at night. It's, it's That's, on at night. Most judge, judge shows are on in the daytime. Oh, during the day. Well, let me yeah. tell you what happened here. Uh, <laughs> how I pitched the idea, I'll tell y'all off the air. But mm-hmm. uh, when they went for it, uh, it was supposed to be a summer release show. After mm-hmm. we started recording and they got involved, Disney and ABC said, wait a minute, this is, this is really good. So they moved it from a summer release show to a mid-season. And then they gave me a half a season guaranteed. And so it's shot. And uh, it's on in prime time. And they moved it to prime time. And they said, wait a minute, man, hold up. We might have something good for prime time. And so they put me on right after Blackish, which is a great lead in. And that's a lot of faith. So it's just another blessing, man. And if I told you the story of how the whole show came about, just another gift from God. That's all it is. Amen and to tonight that. starts Amen. a new journey. God willing, uh, you know, we'll see how it goes. But TV, man, is so unpredictable. It's so yeah. hard. It's, it's hard. Now. Yeah. We'll be yeah. watching. Though. So Steve, we got you, Judge, Judge Steve, tonight, 8 p.m. Mm-hmm. 7 Central yeah. on ABC. You do not want to miss it. If anybody on this show don't watch it, <laughs> don't bring your ass to work tomorrow. <laughs> and just get on over there and see if DL and Ricky Smiley got some open. <laughs> <laughs> I'll see, call my frat brothers you for you. Uh, my grandmother got, got a watch got party. It's so been I, so I long since I, your grandmama got a watch party. They got all of them getting together to watch this tonight. They all getting Boy, together. let me tell you something. Junior, love. Junior, it's going to be worth it, dog. I know it is. It's going it. to be worth it. I think it's such a, I really do think it's a good show, man. And I'm not just saying it because I'm on it, but I'm really proud of this one. I think the concept was fresh. Mm-hmm. It, it's never been done this way before. Question. Right. Right. Question, yes. Steve. What are you wearing? Are you wearing a robe and all of that? What Hell are you wearing? no, I ain't wearing no robe. <laughs> <laughs> you got to show off blue jeans. Got to yes. Blue jeans got to be blue jeans. What you wearing? Suits, though? Now, fly? now I am going to wear all black. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. But I can't wear no robe. Cause I don't want nobody, you know, mistake me for a choir member or <laughs> at the courthouse or minister. <laughs> but differently, you know, I get up, I stand up on the show, I walk down to the litigants' table. Oh, really? You know, I show, oh, really? I got, I got two screens created where I can show you what you said. Oh, like if okay. I bust you in a lie, uh-huh. Uh-huh. I got two big screens in the court where I can do replays. Oh, 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 as the season go on, you're going to see what I what I really thought would be fun to have in a court. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, let me ask you something. Um, yeah. Is that gavel 24 karat, is it real gold? It's gold-plated. It ain't gold. If it was real gold, I couldn't pick it up, and then it would be at the house somewhere. I'd have been replaced <laughs> that. I'd have stole that. I just oh, like it, man. Already. I like it, man. When you hey, dog, that that's the size of a bar. Yeah. A bar of gold. Well, how much is a bar of gold right now? Ooh. That's only that's How only something you would know. That right there. Yeah, your, well, it used to be about three eighty. So let me see what they are now. 
Anyway, again, Judge Steve tonight, right after Blackish on ABC, 8 p.m. 7 Central. All right, you do not want to miss it. It's going to be some fun. And remember, we all have to watch it. All right. Coming up at 20 minutes after the hour, we'll have Sports Talk with Junior right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, a lot of sports stuff going on, Junior. It is time for Sports Talk. What you got? Ah, yes, Shirley. Uh, Let me just say this before this. Uh, Greensboro, North Carolina, January 14, 15, 2022. The Ignis continues at the Comedy Zone. Go get your tickets right now. Now, here's a problem I have, Unc. I don't know if you've seen this, Unc. You probably have. Tommy, I know you probably saw Carla. I know this is crazy. Antonio Brown's (sighs) career with the Tampa Bay Bucks is over after his midfield meltdown in the third quarter versus the Jets Sunday. Antonio (laughs) took off his jersey and pads and threw his shirt and gloves in the stand and jogged off the field. He wanted the New York crowd before running into the tunnel late in the third quarter with the Jets leading 24-10. Tom Brady, now Tom Brady, who got him the job in in, in Tampa Bay, said that uh, Antonio Brown needs help and deserves compassion. Not the black folks <laughs> we don't do compassion when we see crazy uh-uh. is he really sick? he's sick though man there's something wrong mean? with him it's something, something wrong I'll tell you something Tommy when my uncle Wayne worked in 12 years say this fool crazy <laughs> <laughs> when, see, when, man, when, yeah everybody's yeah, talking about he's got CTE mm-hmm. but do you know how many football players have had CTE and none of them has pulled their jersey off in the middle of a game, throw their gloves in the stands, wave to the crowd, tried to hype them up, and then run off. And then ask, realize now, hey, man, you done quit in New York. Hold up, dog. How you going to get back to Tampa? You can't, you yeah. got to get on, so, you, you know, you, you know, man, you can't get on team plane. So he asked the highway patrolman to take him to the airport. The dude said, we can't do that, sir. <laughs> so he had to go to his locker room, get his clothes, and then go make another move. I don't think it has nothing. This is not mental illness, man. This is something else because he does this all the time. Antonio Brown. Oh, you don't think it's mental? I shit? think it's oh, something oh, no. mental. I don't man. think it's, it's mental. It's no. I no, do. Man. Crazy. Let me tell you something. Do you realize he just got back off suspension? Do you realize he just came back? But crazy is mental. It's, it's something wrong. It, it really is. It's hard to think that it's not anything wrong, Steve, if he's doing that. I, I mean, yeah. and you can, I think, consistent that's with not it. normal. That's not normal. I think it's something to. wrong, but I think it's the way he processes. And I, I'm not sure if that comes from, he's such an attention seeker. Right. He's such a, it's all about me. Right. At one point in time, this starts to look like a bunch of foolish pride to me because everything you do is for somebody to see me, to draw a reaction. I don't I don't know what that is, man. I really don't know what it is, but I know that this young man will never, ever play professional football again. Bye, Antonio! All right. Uh, Thank you, guys. Coming up at 34 minutes after the hour, we'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right. Before uh, we left off, Steve, we were talking about Antonio Brown and um, just trying to trying to make sense amongst his meltdown. Yeah. Mm -hmm. About what happened. 
He's you sick, know, so man. Let, let me say this. Me and Prime Time uh, reached out to him a few years ago when the Super Bowl was in Miami. Mm-hmm. And uh, he, he was applicable. You know, he was a brother man who was willing to listen. And he wasn't in the league at the time, but he was willing to make amends to get back in the league. And Prime Time spent a lot of time mentoring it. So Prime knows it really well. Uh, I don't want to talk about mental illness because I'm not qualified to talk about it. It is a very, very real issue. It's real in all communities in life, black, white, Latino, Asian, I don't care who you are, Native American. All backgrounds. backgrounds. (laughs) Mental illness is real. And I like that commercial that comes on TV that says when you ask your friends how they're doing, you know, sit down and take some time to talk to them. Really get behind the sentence. Hey, man, how you doing? Oh, I'm all right. Whoa, 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 bro. What you mean you all right? What's going on? What you talk to me? I'm here if you need me. I like that new commercial that's on TV. So yeah. mental illness is very, very real. And I don't yeah. want to seem disheartened to that. What troubles me about Antonio Brown is that at this level, at one point in time, you have to incorporate what is the lesson that's learned? And if you're not willing to learn the lesson, I don't know what form of mental illness that is, but you can't keep be given chance after chance after chance. to. And like Carla said on the break, Carla said, you're playing a game that very few people get to get to at this level. They spend their whole life dreaming of this moment. And then for you to get there and constantly sabotage yourself, I'm assuming that must be some type of mental illness. That's what makes you think that. Yes. Yeah. Because it's a privilege. I believe it. I really believe it. You appear to be abusing that privilege. Why? What's wrong? What's happening? What are you thinking? Your decision making for you to have that meltdown. At work, at your job, it's it's something, Steve. I think think he just wants it to be about him. He always made these moves when it's about him. Out of Pittsburgh, out of Oakland, now Tampa Bay. It's always been about him. It's attention getting. I don't, I don't see this. But it's about him, and he he's forfeiting, you know, all the the money and the salary and everything. So he's willing. You put it all out on the line, man. You're not making rational decisions. It's like you can make it about you. But then some people know when to when to stop and still collect their checks. You live you in know, Tampa, even like like though they make the it about them. Like I said, on the you live so, in Tampa. You need a ride back. The team plan. You can't get back on that. Yeah, you know, man. I just it's, it's mental. I'm going with I promise you, it's mental. Yes, think something wrong. I think so too. Go ahead, yeah. Steve. I just find it. It's so hard for me to look at situations like this with this guy because it's always a front and center move. It's it's a twofold thing. Attention grabbing. You know, now if you got a mental problem, but then at the same time I see these signs of this foolish pride, that's what throws me off, man. When I look at you and you, everything you do is in front of people so somebody can see me. I'm gonna take off all my shirts and try to cross the field. Exactly. First of all, dog, you ain't even in Tampa. These ain't no fans of yours. This New York. They damn near hate everybody. So yeah. now you run across the field with your hands up. You took your clothes off, threw your T-shirt, gloves in the stands. Then you try to get them rah-rah 
Then you sign them to do sign and you trot down the side. Yeah, I showed them. Soon as you got your ass in that tunnel, <laughs> I bet you you went, oh, hell. Yeah. The hell yeah. I just yeah. do. Yeah. Hey, man, I'm I, in New I mean, York. I, agree. I ain't got no ride suspicious. back to the crib. It looks crazy. Mm. I, I agree with you. I don't know. Sad. How it looks. It's really sad. I agree with you on how it looks. We just don't know what it is, you know? It's mental. All right. Yeah, we're, yeah. we're, we're moving on. And uh, <sighs> coming up next, it is the nephew with today's prank phone call right after this. Talk about now, I'm going to be stupid on purpose. <laughs> we know. You can't help. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's my strawberry letter for today. The subject, Santa stopped by the wrong house. Mm-hmm. Uh-oh. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. We'll get You'll into it, it in just a little bit. <laughs> but right now, nephew in the building with today's prank phone call. What you got for us, Nev? I got Christmas lights expiration. Okay. Uh-huh. Christmas I lights. Uh-huh. I love oh, it, Tommy. Boy. Come on, Expiration. Man. <laughs> Come on through, Tommy. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all gonna quit this here. Christmas lights <laughs> expiration. Let's go, cat dog. Hello? Hello, I'm trying to read uh, James. Yeah? Hey, James, how you doing? Uh, this is Greg. I'm one of your neighbors. I live a few streets over from you. How you doing today? I'm, I'm doing fine. What's up? Just want to make sure I got the right person. You at um six uh, North Willow Bend? Yeah. Okay. Why are you okay. calling me, man? What's up? Okay. Up? I'm on. I live on Shadow Bend, man. My name is Greg, and um, I want to. I want to reach out to you. Uh, we seem to have a bit of a problem, man. You still have your Christmas lights up on the house, and yeah. what what what's what's going on? You know, we you know some of the neighbors have had a conversation. When are you gonna take these down? Man, we go through this every year, and uh, it ain't no problem, man. The, the lights are gonna stay up. Hold on, hold on. What, 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 what do you mean they're gonna stay up? Did I stutter? I said the lights are gonna stay up. You know, no, I go no, through- no. Hold, hold, hold on, bro. Christmas is over. The lights ain't finna stay up. Okay. I don't give a I'm trying to call you nicely and tell you that the lights need to come down. You know, I don't, I don't even, why do you have your lights up after Christmas? Santa Claus, the, the whole Christmas thing is over. Wait, wait, wait a minute, man. What, what's your name again? Greg, who? Of the my name, my name is Greg. My name is Greg, and I live on Shadow Bend. I live four streets over from you. I don't give a about where you live, man. You know, how'd you get my number? I got your number from the HOA. You know, the president of HOA, Alan, the one gave me your number. But, that, but oh. that's, neither, that's neither here nor there. The, the, the big issue is these Christmas lights just got to come down. <laughs> you sound like a joke, man. You sound like a guy. Fool. What, what, you, you, you're going to take my Christmas light. You know, I keep those lights up. You know why I keep those lights up? I'm listening. My mama loves those lights. She's, she keeps the lights up a little bit longer than usual. but. We don't give a f- about that as long as she's happy. So okay, okay, you know, okay. Let me let me let me, let me, s- let me say this. I, I'm hearing you with your mama. I understand that you know you got love for your mom. Cool, but check this out. The whole neighborhood wants your lights down. So I'm gonna tell you this right here from neighbor to neighbor. You got to tomorrow evening to take them lights down. If not, I'm gonna take them down my damn self. What okay? time you coming, bro? What time you coming? Okay, I tell you what. 
I get off at five. I'll be at your house by six to take these damn lights down. If you're not, yeah, I'll be looking for you too, man. You know, we got a big family. I'll come, I'm gonna call my brother, and we're gonna meet you. We're gonna meet oh. you because you ain't okay. taking down. You understand okay. what I'm saying? Like, the lights are gonna stay up, bro. Okay, I don't care if you and your mama got to take them damn lights down. Hold up, brother. What you say about my mama? I said you and your mama can take them lights down, but somebody got to take them down. Mother, you talking about my mom? We ain't taking down. Where did you say you live? I live on Shadowbend. I'm on Shadowbend. I'm on Shadowbend. You just. You trying to you trying to sign your death sentence if you come over to my crib and talk about taking down our mother Christmas lights? You man, hey, you. if I come over there and you and your mama ain't on the ladder trying to get the lights off that house, then I'm taking them down. Hey man, you you talking about my mama taking down the light? I've got a baseball bat for your mother. And everybody at the HOA, I, AO, I don't, everybody at that club you in or whatever, the HOA or whatever, I'm you up, mother. I'm you up. Okay, well, if you, if you me up, you're going to have to, you're going to have to tie me up too. He's the, he the one told us you had the lights on the house and hadn't taken them down. Tommy the one. Tommy. Uh, who? Tommy and you. Can you get over here right now? I, I I can come. I tell you what, I come through there. Me and Tommy both will come through there if that's what you want. Come on, mother, your you silly. Okay, so so can I say something? Else? So what, mother? Can I can I say one more thing to you? Man, you ain't got to say hell. You say that when you get over here. You talking about my mama, man? Okay, I, hey 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 hey, calm down, dude. Calm down. Okay. Calm down about what? Okay, okay. Can I can I can I can I say something else? Can I say one more thing? Just just, just one more thing. Oh, what? All I'm gonna say is this nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Did you say? Oh, you you got to be kidding me, man. <laughs> this is <laughs> <f -ed> up, <laughs> man. <laughs> You got James, you all right, man? No, man, I ain't all right, man. What? You got my blood pressure up. What? <laughs> hey, listen. Wow. Listen, hey, 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 James, you got some neighbors, Russell and Shanice. Russell and Shanice, they are the ones that got me to prank call you, man. <laughs> they ain't going to get no Christmas present for me next year. You got for sure. That's some bullshit, man. <laughs> wow. Oh, you was heated, boy. Oh, man. You was heated, man. Uh, one thing I do you, know about you, James, you love your mama, don't you? I love I love her to death, man. You 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 had to take it there. That that ain't right, man. <laughs> oh, oh man. You got to let me know, man. What is the baddest and I mean the baddest radio show in the land? Let me hear it. Oh, God, the Steve Harvey f***ing morning show, man. What, <laughs> <laughs> man? Woo! The Steve Harvey Ooh. what morning Ooh. show? Blanking <laughs> morning show. Man. man. I love James. I love James. <laughs> James.
tell me. Oh, yeah, if you and your mama on that ladder, y'all need to get these damn lights down. That's all I'm telling you. <laughs> but everybody coming over finna get some of this baseball bat, though. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, gosh. Uh-huh. 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 Hey, man, he just signed Ooh. your blankety death certificate. No. <laughs> he was he. He had me worried for you. Yeah, he had me a little worried. Yeah. yeah. He had a little. He had a little yeah. whimper in his voice when he uh-huh. said oh, yeah. his mama. I heard. Oh, dog, dog. <laughs> yeah. When you when a man voice start cracking, you got problems. Yeah. What's gonna happen, Steve? Well, see, now he dealing you you dealing with the inside of him. You finna oh. fight. You finna fight what's Emotions. on the inside of him. You ain't just so now he gonna draw on some stuff that you ain't ready. It's ugly, man. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you right now, it's ugly. When a dude get to whimpering. <laughs> but his mama, but, but still want to fight though. <laughs> <laughs> he ain't, he ain't getting in the car crying. He getting out the car crying. <laughs> oh, you just don't keep on talking. But nobody's ever explained here. it that way. You're dealing with the inside of a man. No, mm-hmm. you 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 messing with the part that you do, you don't get to see. So yeah. it's uh, so wow. instantly it's gonna be more. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be more. It's it's ugly, man. Well, you gotta be real careful you when you go ahead, Tom. Come see my inside and outside. January 14th, 15th, 16th. That don't sound I'm a... good. Like you talking about dark places. Come see my inside. Chuckles Comedy Club, January 14, 15, 16, MLK Weekend, Jackson, Mississippi. Tickets on sale right now. Fresh out the gate, 2022. The nephew grabbing the mic. Just got to dropping the mic with them legends. Now, the nephew is at Chuckles, so get your tickets. They're on sale right now. All right, nephew, thank you. Up next, Strawberry Letters, Subject Santa, stopped by the wrong house. We'll get into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, time now for today's Strawberry Letter. And if you need advice on relationships, dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to steveharveyfm.com and click Submit Strawberry Letter. We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one right here, right now. Right now. Buckle up and hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is, 2022. Strawberry letter. Thank you, nephew. Subject, Santa stopped by the wrong house. Dear Stephen Shirley, I'm a 40-year-old married woman, and my husband and I have two children, ages six and eight. He's a fireman, so he's used to dressing as Santa for the neighborhood, and the kids come by the fire station and get free pictures with Santa. He and two other guys do it annually. This Christmas, my husband played Santa the day before Christmas Eve. Uh, He was at the station all day while I wrapped presents and got the house together for my parents to come visit. My six-year-old son wanted to see Santa for the 100th time, so I drove over to the station. My hubby wasn't there, but his co-worker was dressed in the suit, so my son was happy. Later that evening, my husband came home and told me he'd have to work on Christmas Eve and he'd come home on Christmas morning in the Santa suit to surprise the kids. Well, on Christmas morning, it got to be 9 a.m. and the kids had been up and had breakfast, but Santa didn't show up. I called and Santa didn't answer. Around 11 a.m., Santa came in and said he got caught up at work. 
I knew he was lying because I could smell perfume on his Santa suit. There was makeup on the white beard, and I could see he wasn't wearing underwear under those thin Santa pants. I was very embarrassed because I know my mother noticed it too. He played Santa and then tried to rush to the shower, but I wouldn't let him get undressed unless I was in the room. So he slept in the darn suit all day. He, he slept got in the damn suit. It says darn, Steve. Look at it. I thought it was an M. My bad. <laughs> you wanted it to be, though, didn't you? <laughs> yeah. Don't even sound so he right. Slept, he slept in the darn suit all day. He got text messages from the same number all day, but I didn't want to snoop through his phone. This ruined my holidays, and now he's not talking to me because I accused him of cheating. Is he being defensive because he's guilty? Please help. You already know the answer. You already know. And I'm so sorry to say it's yes. I mean, he's defensive because he's guilty of cheating on you. He was wherever he was doing exactly what you think he was doing. The perfume that you smelled and the makeup you saw with your own eyes was real. And that is your proof. I mean, case closed. That, that's all you would need right there in a court of law. I, <laughs> right, Judge Steve? Don't let him flip this one on you. Please don't let him. Let him do that. You, you did nothing wrong. He has the nerve to be giving you the silent treatment. I mean, he's the one who did the dirt. Looks like he was doing dirt on Christmas Day. Who, dirt on Christmas Day? That's not, you don't cheat on Christmas. Okay, don't do what? that. Uh, you, you still let him live. He did all that. He embarrassed you in front of your parents. Your kids didn't see him till around 11. They had had breakfast, opened their gifts, probably everything. And everyone knows that Santa visits at night and leaves the toys. But this Santa husband of yours, without cheating, he tried to cover it up by saying he was working. You know better. You know the truth. It's just a matter of how do you deal with this and move forward. And I'm sorry this had to happen to you on Christmas Day. But you're cheating Santa husband. Steve? Did you say everybody knows Santa come at night? Santa comes at night. You didn't have nothing else to say. You ran out of stuff to say. <laughs> Santa comes at night. I'm so mad that this is the opening letter for 2022. <laughs> the ridiculousness of this is just, it is, uh, it's alarming to me. Uh, Ma'am, why you wrote this letter? Because you're 40. You're married. You got two kids. Your husband is a fireman, and he plays Santa Claus down at the fire station every year which means your husband kind of large. This Christmas. What? Well, <laughs> and, come on now. Her husband got to be kind of large. Well, ooh, of all the men down at the fire station, how he sound? <laughs> you think they, pick, you think they picked the skinniest person? I'm just going with it. I'm trying to turn this nut-ass letter into something since this is the first one of 2022. I'm not going to play with these letters no more. Stop talking to me about fat shaming and all this here. When they pick you to be Santa Claus, size got something to do with it. You get on my nerves. They probably picked him because he the only one that come, like, like when you come down the pole at the firehouse, uh-huh. Whoever the slowest probably end up having to be Santa. <laughs> he was cheating. Okay, that's Well, we'll get to that. <laughs> All the kids come to the fire station, get free pictures with Santa Claus, blah, 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 blah. blah. 
You at the house wrapping presents, getting ready for your parents to come over to the house. Yeah. Your son down there said uh, he was not. Well, you, your husband played Santa the day before Christmas Eve. He was at the station all day. Now, your six-year-old wanted to see Santa for the hundredth time, so you drove to the station. Your husband wasn't there, but his co-worker was dressed in the suit. Now, let me ask you a question. If you go to the fire station and your husband supposed to be at work, mm-hmm. I've never been a fireman before. What? But if That's you at the work at the fire station, you either at the fire station mm-hmm. or you at the fire. At the fire, right. Now, if all the trucks is in there, and all the other firemen is in there. Oh, Where's your thought. fat ass hug? <laughs> oh, he's Where's cheating. Where's Mr. Chubby? <laughs> all that thought, Steve. <laughs> we'll have part two of Steve's response coming up at 23 minutes after the hour. Today's Strawberry Letter subject, Santa stopped at the wrong house. We'll get back into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, come on, Steve. Let's recap today's Strawberry Letter. Santa stopped at the wrong house. Well, this 40-year-old lady married to this fat-ass fireman that plays Santa Claus every year for the kids down there. They got two kids of their own, six and eight. He said he was down He's fat. He said he was down there uh, at, the, at the fire station that day. And so the, your six-year-old son wanted to go see Santa for the hundredth time, so she drove to the station. Your husband wasn't there, but his co-worker was dressed in the suit, so your son was happy. Now, if your husband supposed to be at work, but he ain't at work and he a fireman, and you not at the fire station, you must be at the fire. Because there were two things they do at the fire station. is wait on fire so they can come in and save people's lives and property. All right. Later that, now, your husband wasn't there. Now, later that evening, your husband came home and told me he'd have to work on Christmas Eve and he'd come home on Christmas morning in the Santa suit to surprise the kids. Okay. All right, I got you. Well, on Christmas morning, it got about 9 a.m. The kids have been up and breakfast, had breakfast, but Santa didn't show up. As we lay, <laughs> we forgot about tomorrow as we lay. Yeah, I hate that damn song, boy, because I've been there, man. It happened to me a long, long, long time ago. But, oh, Lord, I laid up there way too damn long. I opened my eyes and it was squinting because sunlight was coming through the window. God, dog, I'm no good here. Well, I'm supposed to be at home. It wasn't Christmas Eve. I didn't have a Santa Claus suit or nothing. So now, well, Christmas morning got about 9 a.m. The kids been up breakfast, but Santa didn't show up. I called Santa. He didn't answer. About 11 a.m., Santa came in and said he got caught up at work. Only thing can happen if you get caught up at the work is your ass got to be at a fire. (laughs) Wasn't no fires on the news on Christmas Day, which is news. I knew he was lying because I could smell perfume on his Santa suit. God. And there was makeup on the white beard. God. 
I could see he wasn't wearing underwear under those thin Santa pants. God. I was embarrassed because I know my mother noticed it too. All right, now we got a problem because he has not developed a lie for the perfume. I want to hear this lie. The makeup. Please, you develop one. Or the thin suit. Santa Claus was out swinging. Uh-huh. Now, what the problem is Santa Claus, Santa Claus was out swinging. <laughs> the problem he got is he didn't develop a lie for it. And it's too late for the lie. Because now he tried to rush. He played Santa and then he tried to rush to the shower but I wouldn't let him get undressed unless I was in the room. God! (laughs) So he slept in the suit all day. That's the only thing he did that had value. He slept. for the lie? Well, he 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 knew he couldn't get naked. Because it's way too much. He still got on gift wrapping paper up under there. He got a couple of, he got some bowls stuck on his ass. They was doing some Christmas stuff that was not kid friendly. His ass got wrapping paper glitter on. He got, he still got tinsel caught up under the hair under his arms. He had a mistletoe Yeah, he got to get all this. He got fruitcake. In his belly button, he got eggnog, all of his nipples. Yeah, he got a lot going on right now. So he got to get this water and get all this Christmas stuff on. She made him leave the bed on because she had a fantasy. She always wanted to do Santa. So she done Santa. Anyway. Anyway. He got text messages from the same number all day, but I didn't want to snoop through his phone. This ruined my holidays, and now he's not talking to me because I accused him of cheating. Is he being defensive because he's guilty? No, he's not being defensive. He's being offensive because what my brother taught me a long time ago, the best defense is a good offense. So now he's not being defensive. He's taking the offense. And now I'm not speaking to you because you accuse me of cheating. She had evidence. And she has evidence. And she's 100% correct. Why would he sleep in that damn suit? (laughs) Where did makeup come from? What nine-year-old you done had on your lap with a full face of makeup? (laughs) And you ain't got no drawers on. Santa Claus got to wear drawers. I'm telling you right now, your ass is going to prison if you sit up in here at the mall trying to play Santa Claus with no damn drawers on. That ain't even the look. Right. <laughs> all right, all right. And you got to get a thicker suit next year. <laughs> Post your comments on today's Strawberry Letter at SteveRVFM.com on, Insta- uh, Steve on Instagram Steve. and Facebook. <laughs> Check out the Strawberry Letter podcast on demand. Now, coming up at 46 minutes after the hour, Junior is here with Sports Talk right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, Junior is here with Sports Talk. What you got, Junior? 
right, sure, before the end, though, I just want to let, let y'all know that January 14th, 15th, Comedy Zone, Greensboro, North Carolina, your favorite play cousin coming. Go ahead and get your ticket right now. Now in sports, first of all, let me get this out of the way. Did y'all see this, what happened in Washington with Jalen Hurts? When yes. the stands Something the collapsed. collapsed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man. I'm glad he's all right, man. That was a dangerous situation when the lower level collapsed and those fans fell out. On the yeah, stand. Oh, that wasn't nothing. That wasn't on the nothing, tunnel. Man. So he they helped them up. It on TV that was good. right now. Oh, they yeah. fat ass leaned over and they fell. They <laughs> were right there on the front row. They was on the first row. Yeah. Some, <laughs> more, some more fat shame and stuff. And all this fat shame and stuff <laughs> gonna be over with in 2022 for me. Yeah. This fat yeah. ass man, look at him, fell backwards into the crowd. Nobody <laughs> was hurt. Nobody so was now hurt. let's just call it like it is. Why is your fat ass leaning? That's why I'm a judge, Shirley. (laughs) Yeah, come on, huh? What is you finna blame the stadium people for when clearly your fat ass, eight of y'all, leaning against this baby rail? Look like a creel with eight giant babies in it. That's it, man. He, Jalen Hurts is fine, though. Let's just make sure Jalen Hurts is crazy. fine. I know. Yeah, I'm a judge. Now, I'm going to be more judgmental. Okay. We see. <laughs> oh, well, okay. That would uh, judge Steve well, me. Well, let me talk to yeah. Judge Steve then, because I got Go to ahead, say sir. this. Uh, I got to mm-hmm. ask you this, man. We all know the biggest sports story is Antonio Brown quitting on the Bucks Sunday. Mm-hmm. Sunday in, in New York, right? I understand this now. Let me tell you something. We know we've talked about this, maybe mental illness. We don't know. I, I'm not saying that. I got family that got mental issues. I understand mental illness. But let me tell you something. I know crazy when I see it. I know that. I know that right off the top. See, this boy's crazy. Bro, let me explain something Oh, no. I don't Josh know Jr. what has to happen to you how many times before you learn the lesson. Now, we we all have lessons to learn, and he's going to have to learn this. Now, whether it's a mental issue or not that he needs help for, that's probably the case. I don't see how it can't be. But whatever it is, you still have to learn this lesson. Yeah. Because when you get your mental whatever addressed, one of the things they're going to have to talk about is your decision-making process. Now, I'm going to tell you and, right and, now. And, and, and something wrong right there. Now, it ain't got nothing to do with a mental illness. I, well, I don't know that for a fact, so let me retract that statement. What's Steve. I'm a judge. You yeah. got to get your ass out of here. Yeah. First of all, Come you're on. not playing in the NFL no more. You done messed your money up for oh. the rest of the year. Ain't nobody got to pay you. You quit on the team. You're detrimental to the benefit of the team. All of them is in the contract. He out the NFL. I'll be damned. How many times they got to put you out the NFL uh, before your ass get tired of getting put out the NFL? You've been put out twice. Uh, can we talk about this at the top of the hour? I got something I want to say. All right. <laughs> we'll be back. You heard it with more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, Junior is here with part two of Sports Talk for the morning. What you got, Junior? What else? Okay, we know that Antonio Brown, biggest sports star. I, I ain't never seen nothing like this. Quit on the Tampa Bay Bucks in New York versus the Jets while the Bucks was down 24 to 10. They ended up winning the game, but he quit. But I just want to say this, Uncle, and Judge Steve, please come in and help me with this. Yes, uh, there were some yes, things. Sir. I just said, these are things that Antonio Brown said right after he took them pads off. Damn, it's cold out here. <laughs> <laughs> these are just things I know he said. My it's man, I need that shirt said. back. <laughs> something else he said. Man, probably should have kept them gloves. <laughs> 
know you had to say this. How in the hell am I going to get home? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know Caesar just thinks Antonio Brown had to say when he took them shoulder pads off. Why you ain't stopped me? <laughs> yeah. You saw what I was doing? No, I, I promise you after he put his clothes on in the locker room, he sat down for a minute and went, I'll be damned. I'll be damned. <laughs> I, I done done it again. I have done it again. <laughs> oh, no. See, he was running around there on the field, just parading. And I always said, does that say Jets? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Here go another one he was thinking. I know he said this right here. What the blank was I thinking? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. What the he had to get one. in that locker room, and he had to get in there and say, this is by far the stupidest <laughs> yeah. thing. I've yeah. This, this, yeah. This by yeah. far. Yeah. By far, though, Tom. By far. I can assure you I ain't never done nothing this damn dumb before. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> he just thinks that Tony Brown said while he was out there, he took them shoulder pads off, threw that shirt and them gloves in that stand. And he probably said, My man, I need that shirt back. It's 31 out here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> here goes something else he said. Huh. Man, I appreciate all the people saying I need mental help, but <laughs> that was pretty stupid, though. <laughs> Pretty damn stupid right there. I must say so myself. That's pretty damn stupid. And the words of Tommy, this has got to be by far. By far. (laughs) By far, Tommy. It's that by far. Man. And I got a list. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. We know his list. Oh, my God. Hey, man, that's that's I'm just, you know, man, I got what everybody's saying about the mental health. Mm Mm-hmm. But it's something else. It's something else, man. When you throw mm-hmm. without, you don't, you can't process information. You can't retain the lesson from before. You have no recollection of prior. You don't pull on no experience. Nothing. Mm-hmm. No, man. That's, you know, what is that? Tommy, didn't you say he actually lived with Tom Brady? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Yeah. So you would think they would have had yeah. conversations, you know. He did. Yeah. That's well, why I know something Tom wrong Brady with his cares ass. about him, and he's a friend. Stuck, and stuck he, his neck out for him. Yeah, wanted him to get on the team. Yeah. But, mm-hmm. You know, now yeah. he's the one calling for empathy for him, wow. and that he needs help. That's what Tom Brady is saying. He need help, and he, and he should get help. But he'll never play football again. No. no Not on a no, professional no. level. Because no one will want to take a chance Ain't on nobody him anymore, do you're this saying? Show? No. So, like, before when he was talking about, I'm going to just go and go back to school. Mm-hmm. Well, you need to sign up, dog. <laughs> right now. You need to sign up. Yeah. Yeah, you, you get get full time. Really, you go full time right now, partner. Yeah. <laughs> really going to be struggling with who in the interview room Oof. when you do get the degree. It's going to sit there and go, yeah, I'm going to give him a cubicle, a chair, and a computer. Yeah. Yep. That's it. Yep. And a business card wow. with my company name on it. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll be back with more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show at 20 minutes after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 
Well, Hollywood is mourning the loss of TV legend Betty White. Uh, Betty White passed away this past Friday at the age of 99. Celebrities, comedians, and politicians took to social media to pay tribute to Betty White, who, of course, was everyone's favorite golden girl. She had her sense of humor, Steve. I mean, you know, well into her 90s. 99. Yeah. I mean, and she was still funny. Just, you know. We got the same birthday. Yeah. January Uh, 17th. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yep, she would have been 100 years old. Everybody was hoping she'd make it to 100. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. She was just a few weeks away, wasn't she? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. God, though. Yep. Uh, there, there will be a movie about her life released on what would have been her 100th birthday coming up January 17th. And finally, Max Julian, we all know him as Goldie in the Mac. Um, man, he's also oh passed away. Mm. Yeah, that was really sad, too. He died at age 88 on New Year's Day, which was also his birthday. Um, the Mac is just considered a cult classic, uh, one of those standout movies in the 1970s. It came out in 1973. Um, Max Julian played an ex-con who becomes a big-time pimp in Oakland. And uh, Richard Pryor was also in that movie. So um, You right. know the rules, pretty Tony. And Max Julian. <laughs> yeah. Doc, knee, coke, some yeah. weed. All right, we'll be back with more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show coming up at 33 minutes after, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, it is time for another round of Would You Rather, okay? Mm, Okay. (laughs) Haven't done this all year. Right, here we go. Would you rather, since it's wintertime, would you rather do it in 32-degree weather or would you rather do it in 100-degree weather? Would you rather do it? That's what I'd rather do. Just do it. Excuse me, Junior. What was that? I'd rather do it. I don't care what <laughs> the temperature matter. is. <laughs> I'm going to go with that that hundred, that heat. <laughs> so, okay. You trying to say, so if yeah, it's 22 it's a degrees. effort in that 32. It's a little, <laughs> wow. lot more effort required. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that uh, cold, boy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You got <laughs> Men got a special problem in that cold. Thank you. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, that probably ain't gonna happen. <laughs> Junior says he doesn't care. I'm telling you right now, I'm telling you right now, it's certain things you can't even. Cool air can't hit certain parts of your body. <laughs> Be like a turtle in a shell. <laughs> <laughs> Got to go back in the house. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell going on out here? It's cold. <laughs> All right, so 100, de- but 100 degrees, that's super hot. That's all right. right. That's all right. right. We can deal with that. We can just hot rest. Nothing, nothing wrong with hot. Yeah, just rest. <laughs> turn it turn down you, and rest. Yeah. Cut that yeah. ceiling fan on. Well, well, let right. me ask you something, Shirley. Uh-huh. Why you think it ain't that many Eskimos? <laughs> How many Eskimos is it on? Hard to find their ass. Every now and then. How many Eskimos are? Uh, Too cold, about 1,100. <laughs> Ain't ain't none of them black. Ain't no black Eskimo. All right. Uh, (laughs) Moving on. We had 11,000 lived in Garden Valley projects. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Keeping with that same kind of theme, would you rather cuddle in the morning or would you rather cuddle at night? 
Uh, I know. I know how men are with the uh, cuddling situation. Uh, what is it cuddling for? We threw. Yeah. We threw. Get off me. I'm <laughs> hot. Especially in that 100 for. degrees. <laughs> Why do we have a king size bed if we're not going to use it? Spread <laughs> it. Get on your Spread side. Oh, yeah. my, my side. <laughs> <laughs> Junior haven't heard from you on this one. I, I'm I'm not cuddling. <laughs> what? No. What? What? We just got through touching. We gonna touch some more. <laughs> well, Junior, you have to cuddle sometimes because it's a requirement. Uh huh. Uh-uh. 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 He has to, Steve. Yeah, I try to overcome. Right. I try to make her hot. <laughs> All right. We'll be back to close out the show at 49 minutes after the hour. And we'll get some closing remarks from the one and only Steve Harvey right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, here we are. Our last break of the day on this Tuesday. It's been a good day. Fun yeah. day. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. New hey, year. You know something uh, I stopped doing uh, a little while ago? I stopped doing New Year's resolutions. Uh, I've always, because I decided a while back to, from now on, to just be a right now person. I mean, as soon as I think of something, I start to process. I try to start to process immediately. That's one thing I've always uh, prided myself on. So I stopped waiting on New Year's because what happens, especially during the latter part of the year, I think a lot of us... uh, like around October, when we get into the holiday season, they say, well, I'm going to get off my little program because it's holidays. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go and enjoy myself. So now, so now, week four Thanksgiving, you start letting go of your workout and your eating program. Then you got the office parties and all this stuff happening during the holiday season, Christmas parties. And next thing you know, it's New Year, Christmas Eve. Now you don't want to eat right because you want to, Enjoy yourself again. Next, then next thing you know, now here come New Year's Eve, and want to enjoy yourself in and drink like you want to drink and do all the things, and you end up having to have these resolutions because now you've packed on an extra fifteen just over the holidays. You've overextended yourself money-wise over the holidays, buying gifts and stuff. So now you make a new financial resolution every year. You make a new weight loss resolution every year and so I just decided that whenever I wanted to do something I would just start it immediately like I kind of watched what I ate over the holidays now did I enjoy myself yes I did did I overindulge a couple of days I did because it was it was like the day after Christmas I actually couldn't eat no more like the day after Christmas, like yeah. when it was time for breakfast, uh-huh, uh-huh. I saw no need for breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> you ate that much? That's a decision that, you made. You just, just came up with it right then? I mean, where, where I'm going to put it? <laughs> I ate all Christmas night. Tired of eating. Cake, pie. Right, right. Then I got a little attitude because we had a, a sweet potato pie. And the kids came over and ate and ate the whole pie. Uh-oh. Mm. Oh, man. You know, the ones that don't live there, which is none of them. Right. <laughs> so you want then I walk in there at about 10.30. I'm watching TV. I go in there at 10.30. Pie pan empty. Mm. 
So I was having some evil thoughts then. You ever wanted to hurt somebody? You know, I was having over holiday pie. thoughts. Pie. Yeah, over pie. Oh, so y'all going to act like y'all ain't never wanted to hurt nobody over no pie. It's oh. just you. It's just you. <laughs> you ain't ever had your mind set on something and then you go in there and yeah. it's gone. And it's yeah. Somebody yeah, I ain't ate lie. it. Well, yeah. I, ain't lie. Yeah. I have. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What's the first have thing you, you ever, said? Huh? Have you ever cut a piece, put it under cellophane, put it in the corner of the cabinet? You know what I mean? Put it over in the corner of the counter. Yeah. Put it under it. cellophane. Slice mm-hmm. of cake I cut. Uh-huh. Come in, all the pie gone, and that slice gone. <laughs> that ain't no good hell well. If it's on a saucer, yeah. under some cellophane, you know somebody put that over there. Cake don't come to your house on your saucer under cellophane. This <laughs> <laughs> is So I had that thought. Uh, I had a couple of other issues with my grandson, Noah. Uh, I discovered that uh, I was calling him Venom for a while he's a Venom is a not a superhero I think Venom is a villain it might be a superhero I'm not sure so he was Venom all the way up to Christmas and then after Christmas I didn't know it and he came and he hugged me and I said Venom and he pushed off I'm not uh-huh. Venom Papa. I'm Carnage so now he's Carnage <laughs> but he still has the Venom shirt so when he runs up to me I keep forgetting to call him Carnage because his little ass likes to wear the black Venom T-shirt. So he and I have fallen out and we're not close anymore because I can't seem to remember to call his little ignorant ass Carnage because he's Venom. And he ain't strong worth a damn. Don't look like he can save or whoop nobody. He's a baby. Why his little ass wants to be either one. He need to be boss baby or something like that. (laughs) Uh, I love boss baby. Those are the things we're going to. Also, uh, my youngest (laughs) grandchild's son, Ezra, uh, had COVID. He caught COVID. And uh, and uh, right. he w- he was having some symptoms. He was feeling a little down and everything. So, you know, uh, the other kids in the house talking about, so how you all going to quarantine uh, Ezra? Well, Ezra too. I mean, wh- what can you, how do you give, how you quarantine two-year-olds? Somebody got to stay with him. He can't mm-hmm. cook, you know. <laughs> he ain't really quite potty trained. Not yeah. all right. the way <laughs> He ain't committed to it. Then the sickness kind of got him. So now he got a mask on. So the other day he sees me in the house and he see me he go, Papa, and he come running to me. I took off running the other way because his little ass got COVID. That's terrible. Boy, his little ass was standing in the hallway crying. Papa was running from him. <sighs> Can't catch COVID messing around with your little ass, boy. <laughs> so I just wanted to, those are my closing remarks that I'm going through some things in 2022. All right. And I'll be doing very motivational closings in a little bit, but I just had to get some stuff off my chest. Y'all have a great day. Uh, welcome to 2022. Be grateful and thank God for it. We'll see y'all tomorrow. Yeah! For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 